Today's daf is daf Yud Beis, page 12 in Meseches Be'er, up to the Mishnah, second line from the top of the daf. Fascinating conversation and discussion in the Mishnah concerning the, the uh, halachas of Yomtif vis-a-vis the laws of Shabbos. Here we go. Beishamai Yomri Beishamai says, Ein and you're not allowed to carry outside on Yomtif. Not a young child. We're going to see what age and what child we're talking about. You're not allowed to carry your lulav. You're not allowed to carry a sefer Torah. To the same way, there's an iser, there's a prohibition of otzah on Shabbos. So too on Yom Tif, there's a transgression of otzah. You're not allowed to carry something outside without an Arab. We'll see, the Gemara is going to at length discuss what the source for Beishamai is, and Beisol Matirim. Beisol says there's no problem with carrying these items, the child, the lulav, the Sefer Torah, outside, he says it is allowed, and we're going to see why Basilo permits it. Okay? We're going to have a few different approaches that the Gemara is going to attempt. Here we go. Says the Gemara. They taught a brisa in front of Yisuk Baradimi, a person who shechts an Eilas Nedava on Yomtif, like he gets Malchus. Now listen closely. An Eila gets completely burnt up to the Rabbi Nishan, right? It's burnt up for Hashem. So there's no Simchas Yomtif involved for me. I pledge a voluntary Ola. Is there any excuse for me to shecht that animal on a holiday? Do I need the food? No. It's all being burnt. Do I need to bring it now? No. It's a voluntary offering. So, says... This brisa, which is taught in front of Yisrael Bar Abdimi, if you shecht, a, it's a mitzvah to shecht, but if you shecht a oilas nedava on yomtif, it's a biblical transgression, there's a chi of malchus. Okay? There's no excuse to do that on yomtif. So now, Amar Lei, Yisrael Bar Abdimi said to the one who taught the brisa, who's the author of this brisa? It must be Beishamai, the Beishamai of our Mishnah, right? Because in our Mishnah, Beishamai, the Amri says, We don't say that since you're allowed to carry for a need, you're allowed to carry for other reasons. Meaning, Beishamai will agree that if you need to carry food from one house to another in order to have your Yom Tif Se'uda, that is permitted without an error. Anything that's needed to eat and for Simcha's Yom Tif is allowed. That is the opinion of Beishamai. Beishamai only says in our Mishnah, a child, a lulav, a sefer tayra, that has nothing to do with a meal, is not allowed. So, says Rabbi Yisak Bar Abdimi, this, this brisa which you just taught me, that says, Yerchai of Malchus, on Eilas Nedava, it must be Beishamai. Because Beishamai is the one who has the opinion that if it has nothing to do with food, there's no excuse to bring it outside. Because according to Beishilo, you shouldn't get Malchus for shechting the Eilas Nedava. You know why? Ha'amri, they hold that you're allowed to carry a child or say for terror lulav outside. Once it's permitted to carry for a non-food reason, you, you're allowed, once you're permitted to carry for a food reason, you're allowed to carry also for a non-food reason. So too by the Ayla. By the we'll say, Since there's times where you're allowed to shecht an animal, you're allowed to shecht it also. All right, now I want to pause over here. And I want to, we have to understand the background pasuk of this discussion. 
here's where it comes from. Ready? And it's a fascinating machlekes. It's actually a very logical machlekes on both sides. It says in the Torah that on Yom Tiv, Kol malacha lo Any malacha you're not allowed to do. Let me ask you a question. Once a particular act is permitted for eating, don't we see that that malacha, that act, is not included in the biblical prohibition of don't do work? For example, the Torah says, you're not allowed to do work on Yontem. Kom The Allah is, I could carry food. Doesn't that tell me that carrying itself is not included in the verse? Whether or not I'm carrying food? If it's not a malacha, on Yom Tif, it's not a malacha. That's the opinion of Beis, that's the opinion of Beis Hillel. Beis Shammai, however, says no. Beis Shammai says that even if you're allowed to do an action for food, it doesn't permit that action across the board. It's only in those set of circumstances. Okay? So right now, what we're understanding is, Machlechus between Beisham and Bezil, is Machlechus as about the extent of the verse of, Kol Malacha Lo Yeyaseh Bahem. Maskefla Rabbah. Rabbah asked a challenging question. Memaide Beisham and Bezil, Bahaflik Yehengro, that's Machlechus between Beisham and Bezil, about the Pasuk. Maybe they're arguing about Stamazai, whether there's Hokus Eruv by Yomtif. Marsavar, one's going to hold Eruv Haitzah Lishabbos, Eruv Haitzah Liyomtif. There's a Chi of Eruv on Shabbos and Yomtif. And therefore, unless there's a reason uh, for food to carry on a Yomtif, you're not allowed. There's Hokus Eruv. Umarsavar, and Basil is going to say, no, Eruv Haitzah Lishabbos, Eruv Haitzah Liyomtif. You don't need to hear about all on Yom Tif. Maybe that's the Machlaikas. Why? Because it says, All it says is you're not allowed to carry things outside on Shabbos. The Shabbos sin, on Shabbos we have a prohibition. But on Yom Tif, there is no prohibition. So maybe the Machlaikas has nothing to do with the Pasuk of Yosebahem. Maybe it's a Machlaikas in general about Hilchas Erev when it comes to Yom Tif. Maskva Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef is going to challenge that approach. And he says, one second, El but if the Machlaikas is about Eruv, why are they dealing with a child, a lulav, a sefer Torah? Why, why are we dealing with like these three particular examples? Why don't we give an example of a random stone? Okay? Now, a regular stone, we know Stamazai is going to be Muktza on Shabbos, but is not going to be Muktza on Yom Tif. Ella, Zet Cesar Beisif, Vaistais, must be since there's no when it comes to stam stones and hokas muktza, shmami not. You see from here that the machlekes is dealing with which is the original understanding of our mishnah. That the machlekes b'sham is not about whether there's hokas erev on yomtiv. The machlekes b'sham is when you're doing something that has nothing to do with with um, with the need for food on yomtiv. Whether you're allowed to do it as well for a non-food cause. The Afar Beichin on Savar, and even Rabbi Echinon agrees, that the Machlaikas between Beishamai Vesel is what we originally thought, and that is that once something is not included in the Pasuk of Komalachala Yasabahem, is that across the board, even when it's not food related, now I'm permitted? Or is it only not included in the Pasuk by something food related? Okay, beautiful. 
Now, how do we know that Rabbi Yechinon holds, holds that the Machlaikas has to do with the extent of what's considered Komalachal Ayasabahem? The Tani Tanaka made Rabbi Yechinon. They taught a Brysa upon Rabbi Yechinon. Here we go. Fascinating Brysa. Hamavashel Giranosha Becholov Biyomtif. A person cooks a Giranosha Becholov in milk on Yomtif. Okay? Now, a Giranosha is fleshig. A Giranosha is forbidden on its own. And now I'm cooking it in, in milk. And somebody eats it. Like a chomish. You're going to get five sets of malchus for five different transgressions. Here we go. Like a mishimavashal gid. First of all, because you cooked on yomtif a gid anoshe. You now let it cook. Don't let it cook for the tzayruch suda. Something that's forbidden to cook, and I cook something treif on yomtif, so the cooking itself is a problem. Okay, so to cook a gid anoshe and milk on yomtif, erstens, I got a yomtif problem cooking. Secondly, like a mishimavashal gid. Second of all, the gid anoshe. Like a mishimavashal bas v'cholav. Thirdly, bas v'cholav, meat and milk together. And you're getting a for eating it. So cooking it's a problem. Eating it, okay. Um, and you're also going to get malgus. You now turn to the top of Havara, Because you lit a flame to cook this thing which was not allowed to be cooked in the first place. And Omar Lay, they said to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what happened... Um, Not sure. Good child. Good child. Amar lay, and they said to him, Puk Tani Labara, go out and teach Avaro Bishalena Mishnah that the Isra of Avara and cooking are not part of the uh, are not part of the Malachis. Okay? Um, they're not additional transgressions. Vintim to Lamar Mishnah, if you're gonna say that it is part of the Brahsa Bishamahida Amri, it's Bishama he says, We don't say that since transferring something was allowed for a food reason, it's also allowed for a non-food reason, Hakanami, so to over here. By the by the cooking of the food and the lighting of the fire, maybe we should say, maybe there's no transgression of lighting it, because I'm allowed to light a fire of Letzairich. If I would have needed to have food, would I have been allowed to light a fire? Yeah. So so to over now, it should not be a transgression. Because if this was following once they say once they once you're allowed to carry in our mission, right? Basil says once you're allowed to carry food, you're allowed to carry a safer taira, you're allowed to carry a child, you're allowed to carry a lulav. So to over here, they would have allowed not not allowed it, but they would hold that you're not chaya malchus for lighting the fire. Namela, what's the bottom line as we end off this Gemara and enter the next Mishnah? You see, Shitas Rabbi Yechanan. You see from the opinion of Rabbi Yechanan that the Machlaikas team Beishamay and Beisilal is not about Hilchas Erev. Rather, it is a Machlaikas concerning, um, rather, it is a Machlaikas concerning, yeah, once something's allowed for, a, for food on Yom Tif, is that same action still. Uh, still permitted. Period. End of that Gemara. I just want to share something. Uh, a beautiful idea. Bez Hashem. Unfortunately, I'm going to be sharing this idea shortly. There's a funeral at uh, Jim's place on the, on the do for a very, very special person at 11 o'clock this morning. It's just in a little over an hour uh, that I'll be uh, officiating by. And it's the Leviathan for Philip Kaywin. 
a very, very special Yid who I've gotten to know over the last few years. And one of the things I'm going to share is he, he was incredible. I almost learned so much from him about Kibbut Ava'im. Incredible. I'm going to discuss it at length, but here's the reason why I'm bringing it up now. Gidanosha. There's a beautiful Chizkuni. It's fascinating Chizkuni. We know the Torah says you're not, that for all generations, a Jew, is, it's a transgression to eat the sciatic nerve. You're not allowed to eat the Gedanosha. Why? Why can't you eat the Gedanosha? We all know the story. Yaakov Avinu is on his way to meet Esau, and he forgot a few small drugs. He goes back, and the angel of Esau encounters him, and they fight through the night, and then he bangs him on the hip. And from that day on, because of that, Klal Yisrael is not let eat the Gedanosha because our grandfather, Yaakov Avinu, got hurt with the Gedanosha. What does that mean? If my grandfather's mowing the lawn and he breaks his ankle, I'm not allowed to eat the ankle of an, a kosher animal anymore? What, what's the message of the Torah not allowing me and any Jew, laws of kosher, to eat the sciatic nerve? Listen to this, Chizkuni. He says, Vayivosar Yaakov Levadai, Yaakov Avinu was left alone. He had 12 strong sons. But he was left alone. He went back by himself. Asked the Chizkuni, where were the Shvatim? Where were the children? Why didn't they go with him? If, they would, if, the, if any one of the Shvatim would have gone with him, the Sarai Shal Esav would not have been able to fight with him. And therefore, until today, there's a mitzvah in the Torah. Do not eat the Gedanosha. Why? To remind us, a child does not leave his old man alone. You don't leave your parents alone. You take care of your parents. You take care of your friends. You take care of your old, you take care of your old folks. You don't leave people alone. That's the reason why a yid doesn't eat the Gedanosha. Unbelievable, right? So anytime you say, yeah, take that out. Take out the Gedanosha. What's the message over there? Make sure we never leave anybody behind. All right. Gavaldik says the Mishnah. Beishamai Yomrim, Beishamai says. We'll start reading and then we'll explain what the reason for each halacha. Ein malichin chala matonis lekayin be yomtiv. You're not allowed to carry chala, okay? Now chala is a piece of dough that was separated for the kayin. You're not allowed to bring, the, and the kayin would eat it. You're not allowed to bring that chala or the matonis. There were certain parts of karbonis that were brought to, that were given to the kayin. You're not allowed to carry those out on Yomtev. Bein shehormu me'emesh, whether it was already set aside from Erev Yomtev. Bein shehormu me'ayim, whether it was taken on Yomtev. Okay? Even if you're going to set aside Chala, and you're going to set aside your Matnas Kahuna, you are not allowed to bring it to the Kaihana. That is Beishamai. Ubeisol Matir. Beisol says, no problem. No problem. You're always allowed to deliver the piece of chala and the matnas kahuna to the kayin on Yamtiv. Amru laham Beisham. So Beishamai, who did not allow the chala and the matnas kahuna, the parts of the animal that were given to the kayin, to be brought on Yamtiv, they said to Beisil, Gzereshav, one second, we have a proof from Gzereshav. What's the Gzera show? Chalum umatnes kahuna lekayin. We know chala and matnes kahuna are considered a matana, a gift to the kaihanim. 
utruma matana lekayin, and we know that the truma that a person is obligated to separate is also one of the matnas kahuna, one of the gifts of the kayin. Well, kishem she'ein mylichin as truma. The same way. Now Rashi points out, Basil agrees that you're not allowed to bring uh, truma to the you're not allowed to bring truma to the kayin on yamtiv. Okay. Now the reason for this is is because it's tikkun, it's mesakin, it's preparing it, and therefore you're not allowed to do it on yamtiv. Once you're not allowed to do it on yamtiv, we don't want even you to bring the ones that was done before yamtiv, lest you come to do it on yamtiv. They say the same way you agree that you're not allowed to do a truma kach. So too, ain't my lichen as You should not be allowed to bring the other manas kahuna. Amalem beisil. Beisil says like no. I'll say the, I'll tell you the difference. By truma, um, there's. There's no way to separate truma on yomtif in a permitted way. Tamru b'matana is shazakai baharamasan. Okay, as opposed to he says says Basil, I hold chala and truma. I'm sorry, I hold chala and matnas uh, the, the meat are allowed to be separated on yomtif, and therefore deliver it, bring it. What's the problem? Make a gezera, you can't deliver it because you might come to separate the chala and the meat. That's fine, says Basil. You're allowed to do that. Truma, I agree, you're not allowed to because you can't separate Truma on Yomtif. If you can't separate, we'll make a Xera, don't even deliver it. But things which are permitted to separate on Yomtif, there's no reason for me to prohibit its delivery. Says the Gemara. We would think we're talking about meat that was Hormu, separated from the word Truma on Yomtif. And now you want to give the matanas to the kuna. And, uh, and things that were shechted uh, yesterday and, and also given, given uh, yesterday. We're assuming, says the Gemara, that Peshamai prohibits delivering any sort of chala and, and uh, matanas kuna. Okay? No matter when it was separated, no matter when it was shechted. Now, money must listen. Okay, it's not going to be the pin of Rabbi Yaisi who we're about to quote. It's not going to be the pin of Rabbi Yehuda who we're about to quote. Rather, it will be the opinion of Achirim who we are about to quote. Titania. Because we learned in a brisa. We learned in a brisa. Am Rabbi says, don't argue about matanais that are separated prior to yom that they're allowed to be brought with the with the matanas that were separated today. There's no uh, there's no machlekas about that. Everybody is uh, everybody who's going to be in agreement. Rather, the machlekas about the matnas kahuna that's separated before yomtiv is when you want to do it without the ones that are brought on yomtiv. Bishami says you're not allowed to. Bishol says you are allowed to. Okay. Let's, let's understand Rabbi Yehuda's opinion for a moment. Rabbi Yehuda says that as long as, according to Rabbi Yehuda, Bishami's opinion is that if the animal shechted on Yom Tiv, then it's okay. You could bring it to the kind. We didn't say that in our mission. According to our mission, no matter what, the way we understood the Mishnah, no matter what, it's going to be usher. So right away we see Rabbi Yehuda cannot be the time of our Mishnah in how he understands Bishamah. 
And this is the Shaila of Beishamai. Chalo matana is matana lekoyin utruma matana lekoyin. Chalo and the matana is are given to koyin and truma as well as given to koyin. Shame shame alichin is a truma. Shame he can't bring truma. Kachem alichin is a matana. And Amar lehem beisil alai. It's not true. If a martin by truma shein is akabat ramasa by truma we agree you can't deliver it because you might come to do a, a yomtiv transgression. Temru matana is akabat ramasa, but things that aren't going to come to a transgression on yomtiv will be allowed. Okay. Azai is Rabbi Yehuda's opinion of Bimachlaikas, and that does not, again, does not work in tandem with our understanding of the Mishnah. Amar Rabbi Yaisi. What's Rabbi Yaisi's opinion? Don't argue about the matnas kahuna, the meat, as well as the challah. Everybody agrees you are permitted to deliver it on Yom Tif. Now, this is obviously not Beisham, right? The is about And this is what Beisol is going to be saying to Beishamai. And the meat that given to a Kayin or go to a Kayin and Shuma also goes to a Kayin. The same way we're allowed to deliver the Chala and the meat. No, you not let to do Shuma. We agree about other things according to Rabbi Yaisi. But not by Truma. Because these other things you're allowed to do on Yomtiv. So that's why you could deliver it. Okay, but it doesn't apply to Truma that is not permitted to separate on Yomtiv. All right, that's Rabbi Yaisi's take, and that certainly does not work with our understanding of the Mishnah. Finally, the third opinion. And according to what we said in the base Medrash, as we start out this Gemara, Acherim seems to be like our Mishnah. Let's read that. Acherim, I Cherim said, "Why nechlu b'shamay b'sil ala truma?" B'shamay b'sil both agree when it comes to hilchus truma she'ein malichim that you're not allowed to bring it on yomtiv. Why can't you bring it on yomtiv again? Because you're not allowed to separate on yomtiv, and you might come to do that. So far, so good. That works with our mission. Why nechlu? Where's the machlokes ala matanis about the chala and the meat? The matanis kahuna. So far, so good. It seems to be that Acherim stems with uh, that Acherim stems with our Mishnah works very well with our Mishnah, but Rabbi Yehuda doesn't and Rabbi Yaisi doesn't. Now keep in mind, Rabbi Yaisi seems to be the furthest from our Mishnah, right? He seems to be the furthest from our Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda, however. According to our original understanding, according to how we're, we're, we're about to change this, uh, the reason why Rabbi Yehuda is a problem with our Mishnah is because Rabbi Yehuda just held that there's a nafkamina as to when it was shechted. Rabbi Yehuda says the machlekes is only to deliver things that are shechted on, before Yomtif by themselves. That's the machlekes. But if it's shechted on Yomtif, everybody agrees you can deliver it. Now, we're going to wiggle that opinion back into our Mishnah and say it could even be this opinion. Rabbi Yehuda may very well be with our Mishnah. I'm our Rav. Rav says, one second. Don't tell me it's not Rabbi Yehuda. Does the Mishnah say specifically? If you look back at the words of the Mishnah, what does it say? You're not bring. So, Matir. Does it say anything about when you shafted it? No. Don't say anything. Therefore, it just says, you separated it. 
Maybe the mission is dealing with a case where it was shechted prior to Yomtiv, but in Echanami. On Yomtiv, maybe Beishamai, even in our Mishnah, would hold. It's okay. Lema Rebbe Hibbalai Rachir. So says the Gemara, okay. Uh, you could say that. So does that mean that the time of our Mishnah is Rebbe and not Acherim? Says the Gemara, no. A few them Acherim. Yeah, Rebbe Korok and Mishnah, and Acherim Korok and Mishnah. And we're talking about Matanas that were prepared before Yomtiv. Okay, so it could be Achirim, it could be Rabbi Huda. Says Gemara Yaki, if that's true, Hainu Rabbi Huda. Achirim is not arguing on Rabbi Huda anymore. If they both could be the Tana of our Mishnah and have the same opinion, so then why does our Brisa list three opinions, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yisi, and Achirim? According to what we're saying, Achirim and Rabbi Yisi and Rabbi Huda are saying the same thing. Says Gemara, no. It could be Nayitzfilah. There could be a difference between the, the Nafkabina, between them may very well be the Tuffle, the secondary gifts that are brought, because Rabbi Yehuda says that animal that shechted prior to Yom Tif could be brought along with the matanas that were shechted or separated on Yom Tif. Acherim never said this. Acherim never said that that, would be, uh, that that would be allowed, and they may very well hold that Beishamai's opinion is that you cannot do that. So even though Acherim and Rabbi Yehuda can both work with our Mishnah, it's whether you could bring something along with that which was separated, that will still be a difference, and that's why we split up those opinions. Okay. Omar Rabbi Yehuda Marav. Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Rav. Ready for this? You're allowed to deliver anything you want to the Kayim. That was Rabbi Yehuda. You're allowed to deliver what you want to the Kayim. Rabbi the son of had a jug of wine, the chamra the truma. That was truma. Also, he came from Rabbi Yosef. What is the halacha? Am I allowed to bring this truma wine to the kain today? And therefore, it absolutely is allowed to bring it. All right. Nacha story, another story. Here we go. Wush bezichne the rabba barav chon and avlei usiraisa dechard v'lom. The ush bezichne, the host of rabba barav chon and avlei isuraisa dechard He had tied together mustard seeds. Okay, iser. The word iser we translate as transgression, but it really means that a person is tied up from it. Okay, matir is to loosen, is to open up. So Isuraisa, he had tied together chardula, mustard seeds. Omar lay. And the host said to Rav Chanan, uh, said to Rav Abarav Chanan, Mahu lefaruche. What is the halacha to crush it? To be parachet. Umechel menayu biyamtiv. And to eat from it on yamtiv. He wanted to get the, the mustard he wanted to crush the mustard and get the, the edible part out, okay? So he, but and, and the, the purpose was to eat it on yomtiv, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. His, he didn't want to eat on yomtiv. His question was, I know that if I wanted the mustard for yomtiv, it would be allowed. Does that mean that I'm even allowed to crush this mustard seed even when I'm not necessarily going to be eating it now, Okay? That was his question. Very similar to the case we said before. So Rava Baruch Hanan, it wasn't in his hand to know the answer off the cuff. So he came to Rava and asked him. 
You're allowed to do these things. Once the action is permitted, it's permitted. He says, one second, if a person removed kernels from wheat stalks on on Meir of Shabbos, before Shabbos, the machar on Shabbos itself, once you crush it, you can move it from one hand to the other, which will continue separating the chaff from the seeds, and you could eat, eat it. You can't use a specialized vessel to do it. You can't use vessel. You can do it in your hand. However, what if you did it before Yamtiv? You could blow it with your hand and eat it. And you could even use a vessel. You can't use a specialized vessel. You can use a regular plate, things of that sort, but you can't use um, something that's mamish meant to separate. Then you're going to run into a viral problem. Now, what do you see from here? What you see from Rava is that Me'er of Yom in. Before Yom as long as you crush it before Yom it's allowed. The Yom you can't crush it on Yom Just beforehand, Rava Baruchanan came to Rav. He said, can I do this? Crush the mustard seed. Says Rava, yeah, 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 don't worry. We learned you'll have to do this by weed on Yom Tif. One second, you Rava. <laughs> one second, Esri Abaya. I'm sorry. Yeah, Abaya, it's a question from a Brisa. Rava, how could you argue with Brisa? The Brisa says, only if you crush something before Yom Tif. Can't crush on Yom Tif. Answer the Gemara, Afilu Tema Bi Yom Tif. No, you're allowed to crush on Yom Tif itself. So why did the Brisa say, Arab Yom Tif? I did turn to Rachel Arab Shabbos. Since the first case was talking about, you need to do it before Shabbos, you certainly can't do it on Shabbos. It says you, got, you could do it on Erev Yom Tif as well. But really, you could do it on Yom Tif too. And therefore, since you could do it on Yom Tif, Rabbah's opinion to Rabbah Barab Khanan, telling him he's allowed, is okay. It's not an argument on the Brisa. Says the Gemara, Imkain, if it's true that you're allowed to crush up the kernels on Yom Tif, it's going to come out well, that Truma is allowed to be separated on Yom Tif, Utnan, but we learned in the Mishnah, okay? Um, now, the, the reason for this is, you only let it separate Truma once it's edible. If it's still inside of the shell, that's not the proper time to do Truma. So says the, the Gemara, that if we're going to allow somebody to open up the kernels and take out the seeds, so um, you should allow me to separate Truma on Yom Tif as well. Because what other prohibition is there? We said Truma can't be done the Gaimer. There's no question. Why? We now turn to the top of tomorrow's daf. Ha Rebbe, Ha Rebbe Huda, because actually a machlaikas tanoim between Rebbe and Rebbe Huda about separating wheat kernels that were inside the chaff. Are you allowed to do that on Yomtif? How do you know that this is the machlaikas, the Tanya? Because we learned in Abraisa, Hichneshibalim, a person who brings stalks into his house, Lasas Mamisa, with the intent of making dough. Potter. No, I'm sorry, Lasma Mira. Oikomarai. The locha is if you eat Arai temporarily, you take a little snack from it, you give it a little roasted kernels. So then you're allowed to eat from Upater. And whatever that part is, you're not obligated to separate Truma because it's not yet smoothed out. And the Chi of Truma. Never started. But let's say he brought them home and you, you want to break it apart, 
Rebbe Mechaev. Rebbe says you're going to be obligated to separate Chuma even before eating temporarily. Rebbe Yaisi, Rebbe Yudah, Pater, Rebbe Yudah says you are not going to be obligated. Therefore, um, everybody holds that, and not everybody holds, but our Mishnah seems to be like Rebbe Yaisi, Rebbe Yehuda, who says that it's still going to be Pater from Chuma, no matter what, uh, no matter what your intention is. Two more steps, and we'll hold it here for today. Even according to Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yehuda, you could also find a case of separating Truma and Yom Tif elsewhere. For example, Let's say you brought it into your home with the intention to make dough. You changed your mind. And you're like, no, I'm going to make it just regular kernels. I want to eat the regular kernels. It's edible now. They become tevel on Yom Tif itself. And therefore, once it's, but, but it's cracked, right? So you should be allowed to separate truma from these kernels. So says the Gemara, Ella, rather, my truma, what does it mean? That you're not allowed to, has, to separate your truma? Rive truma. It means mostly, but in a chanami, mo, in most cases, you're not allowed to separate truma. But in a chanami, you will be able to find one or two cases, depending on which opinion you follow, where truma would actually be permitted to separate on yomtiv. Okay, period. We'll hold it here. End of that... Uh, conversation for today. Benzhen will pick up from here tomorrow evening with Daf Yud Gimel. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody. Gemar Chesimah